Welcome to GulfInfoSecurity.com's Week in Review for Saturday, May 29th, 2010. I'm Executive Editor Eric Chabro. The Pentagon is raising the possibility of the Defense Department becoming engaged in safeguarding nationally critical IT systems run by business. In a speech at the Strategic Command Cyber Symposium, Defense Deputy Secretary William Lynn said the DOD is considering the use of the Einstein II intrusion detection and Einstein III intrusion prevention systems developed by Homeland Security to help secure critical systems operated by privately owned companies such as banks and utilities. In his remarks, Lynn also outlined a major shift in DOD's approach to cybersecurity that would include drastically reducing the time to deploy IT security systems and the increased use of automated systems, sensors, and artificial intelligence to support this more than needed defense cybersecurity workforce of the future, in effect multiplying the value of the trained cyber professionals the military has. In other Pentagon developments, Secretary of Defense Robert Gates hosted a ceremony in Fort Meade, Maryland, formally initiating the Military Cyber Command. Gates said the purpose and jurisdiction of the command is clear, to defend the military's operational networks against attacks, and that Cybercom, as the new organization is known, will support broader government-wide cybersecurity efforts. Here's Pentagon spokesman Jeff Morrell. This is part of a holistic government-wide effort uh, to uh, better organize and, and situate ourselves to deal with this very real threat. And uh, it is a complement to efforts that are taking place elsewhere within the United States government. At the ceremony, Army General Keith Alexander, who became the first military cyber commander, received his fourth star. Alexander also will continue to lead the National Security Agency. In a podcast interview, I spoke with IT security analyst Richard Steenan, who wrote the just-published book, Surviving Cyber War. Seaman thinks the talk of cyber war is overblown. He says assaults on key government and national IT security systems from abroad don't elevate all virtual attacks to cyber war status. Keith Alexander would agree with me on this. The use of cyber attacks is not by definition warfare, just like shooting somebody in the streets isn't warfare, or using a gun isn't warfare. But when it's state-sponsored and the intense purpose is warlike, in other words, to you know somehow gain an advantage over another state adversary, that's when you start entering the realm of warfare. Finally, from our blogs, we have a posting from Eric Lakin. He's an authority on cybercrime, electronic fraud, data breaches, and corporate espionage. Lakin proposes the establishment of a national cyber core of cybersecurity professionals, mostly from the private sector, to safeguard America's key government systems and networks. As Lakin puts it, the national cyber core would be an elite, dedicated civilian body of our country's best and brightest IT professionals. It would be a nimble group, with a mandate to operate across all government departments and address a variety of needs. In the coming week, look for the second part of Lakin's proposal, in which he explains how the National Cyber Corps would be staffed. You'll find his and other blogs, podcast interviews, and news stories at GovInfoSecurity.com. That's it for this week. I'm Eric Chabro. Thanks for listening.